Hi everyone and welcome to the first very first podcast that is coming out of the stables of the trading network. Um, we are quite excited to be launching this service and we actually do hope that this is going to be the first of um, hopefully many more uh, short uh, segments uh, to come in the future and we really do hope that this is going to be something that we can usually uh, look forward to uh, based on the vast range of topics that we're going to be uh, you know usually uncovering on these segments and uh, you know just the general amount of knowledge you know that we're going to be getting uh, from listening to this my name is Kola Debayo and I am the lead instructor at the trading network and thank you all uh, for coming online uh, to join me here now, uh, some of you might might have already known, um, this is actually the first uh, uh, of a four-part series that we are actually launching with. And um, the name of this series is actually Fund Management, Yay or Nay. So that is the, um, that's the specific topic that we're going to be looking to, to speak about, uh, you know, in, in, in detail in this, in this, in these segments. So, uh, you know, I just want you to sit back, relax and, um, you know, enjoy as I, as I speak and, um, as I try to, um, you know, explain a number of things about how this uh, particular topic, uh, you know, came about as something that we wanted to talk about and, um, you know, what we hopefully, uh, you know, want to learn, um, you know, from it, you know, at the end of the day. Now, first things first, um, I'll, I'll, I'll start by, you know, giving a general explanation about what fund management is about, um, you know, in the online trading industry. Um, if, if you've never had, uh, you know, any experience, you know, uh, in this, it's basically when you, you know, give your funds to someone that, you know, sort of comes as a professional and you say, you know what, I want to have my funds managed for me. Basically, uh, this entails them trading on your behalf and them probably remitting some sort of um, returns or profits to you either on a monthly, a quarterly, every six months or a yearly basis and whatnot depending on you know what you agree on. Now um, this is such um, a key topic to discuss because you know generally online trading seems to have a not so good um, uh, reputation out there amongst a lot of people. Now, I mean, in, in, in my time uh, so far in this industry, um, for every 10 people, you know, that you speak to about online trading, um, you have a very high chance of, you know, being challenged by half of them, by five of them saying, oh, online trading is a scam. Or, oh, no, I lost so much money in online trading. Or, oh, I actually gave my funds uh, to someone to trade with and the person actually lost all my funds I actually didn't get you know my money back so this is actually quite key um, now online trading you know is it, it's something that um, it's a vast industry um, with brokerage firms all over the world and when when a body is that vast it's quite important for certain uh, uh, pressing topics to not be swept under the carpet and this is one of the reasons why this series are going to be so important because a lot of the things you know which are happening you know in the industry which no one's talking about are you know some of the things that we're going to be looking at and you know this is this is um, this is the goal basically of why you know we are doing this so 
the first question is um, why do people you know give other people uh, their funds uh, to manage on their behalf now the answer is it, it's, it's quite simple it's because you know they either feel um, trading is too complex for them to do or they feel that um, you know they simply do not have the time um, you know to put into trading or they feel that okay you know they've, they've tried it in the past you know their experience wasn't so so favorable and because of that they feel that they, they're much more confident in giving their funds to someone else who is you know like a professional to to manage for them so this is the major reason why people actually give you know their funds to people but i have seen that a lot of times you know a relationship that starts very very well in the beginning between you know the clients and the fund manager tends to always head down south so what's the primary reason why this happens the primary reason is uh, always because of losses incurred on funds so typically uh, you know when a client gives uh, a fund manager his his or her money uh, to trade for for him or her uh, you know they, they have so much expectations you know they have um, they're so eager um, you know they're, they're very positive about what's going to come out of that you know investment in quote and um, the moment it starts to seem um, like uh, things aren't going particularly well it starts to be a whole you know entirely different story altogether and so the question is that do the fund managers, um, you know, do they intentionally want to lose funds? You know, do they intentionally want to lose money? Um, you know, was it a scam, you know, all from the beginning? Um, you know, did the fund manager approach, you know, a potential client um, with the intention of, you know, uh, uh, burning away their funds? These are key questions they actually need to be asked and this is important because if you're listening to this and you've either had this experience in the past or if you're listening to this and you're currently planning on giving someone your funds to trade for you or if you're just generally someone that's quite interested in trading generally and you want to know you know some of the aspects that come with it this is key information that um is quite important for you to have now i do not think personally that there is any fund manager out there who sets out you know with the intention you know of losing uh, a client's funds because let's examine this closely now normally uh, you know when someone's going to be managing of uh, managing funds for a client you know the normal you know general agreement that I that I that I know of that people you know usually go into is saying okay I'm going to be making I'll, I'll try to be making X amount of returns for you and out of these returns that I'm making I'm going to be remitting this percentage to you and then this other percentage is going to be coming to me as sort of like a management fee so what this means is that it is actually in the interest of the fund manager to perform well to actually do well so if we are taking that as sort of like an incentive and sort of the core reasons why you know a fund manager will want to manage your money in the first place then it somehow doesn't make any sense uh, you know for them to intentionally lose it 
I mean, this is just my opinions, you know, which I'm voicing out, you know, via this podcast. And, you know, a, a, a lot of people out there, you know, might have a very different, you know, opinion about about what this is. Now, I, 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 I think personally that one of the reasons, you know, clients or people that have had their funds managed and, you know, who it didn't go well for, I think one of the main reasons why they get... Um, they immediately get negative about online trading generally is because of the sort of expectations that they had um, knowing that someone was managing their funds for them now um, I, I wouldn't go into speaking too much about some of the risks that comes with online trading in this segment uh, probably that's going to be coming in one of the upcoming uh, segments of this series so I'm not gonna go go into that too much but I think generally that um, you know the wrong sort of expectation on the part of you know the client is sort of what gets them to be so disappointed now this isn't always their fault this isn't always the client's fault because on most on most cases you know you you would see an overzealous a guy who presents himself as a fund manager and they actually you know sort of package uh, some very out of the world unrealistic sort of expectations and of returns for the client and so you know the client goes back home already basically thinking about you know what they're going to do with those returns how much better their life is going to be uh, because this this is probably you know the best decision that they're making giving someone that is a professional in quotes to manage their funds for them and whatnot and so i i think the fund managers on their own part uh, some of them that is um they do the bad uh, they take the bad road of, um, you know, sort of like um, telling the clients that, oh, you're going to be getting 50% per month or you're going to be getting 50% per quarter and all of that. Now, these returns are possible in online trading. It's not like they aren't. Okay, don't get me wrong. These returns are very possible uh, to achieve in online trading. However, uh, any true professional knows that um, in order for you to be able to perform very well long term, it's quite important for you to take into account um, certain uh, factors, which includes risk. Uh, because obviously when you want to make more money, then you probably might have to take more risks. Now, another reason why I think that some of the fund managers uh, uh, don't do a good job is also because they don't necessarily educate you know the potential client properly on you know some of the challenges that could come you know with trading funds for you all right so i mean if if, if you want to um if you're a fund manager and you're listening to this and you know you want to uh, uh pitch to a client and say hey give me x amount of funds i could be trading for you since you know you're not you're not having uh you know a good trading experience doing it by yourself or whatnot one of the key things that's important for them to do is to give a disclaimer give a disclaimer and say okay but you know just bear in mind you know that sometimes you know based on how the market is unpredictable there could be downtimes when there are downtimes you need to be totally uh, uh, prepared for that um, there needs to be like a recovery plan 
whereby you know the fund manager will say okay so if we have this sort of um uh, uh drawdown or you know during the downtimes on our, on, on the trading account we're gonna try to you know recover you know during the recovery it's, it's gonna be a, a a a process you know and all of that you know so such things are not disclosed to 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 most clients before uh they actually put their funds um with someone to trade for them so case in point is that fund management is not a bad thing in itself well, how, however it's um how it's done and you know the, the the people who are who are seen as authorities who are seen as professionals that are meant to be managing funds for clients um tend to you know in a, a, a number of them tend to not you know take the proper channel or put the proper things in place to make sure that the client is very ready, um, you know, to have their funds managed for them. So, I mean, let me give you an example, right? It's like when you, now we're going out outside trading now. It's like, it's like when you start any other business, okay? You put some funds into that business, you know, with the hope that it's going to do well. Now, we all know about the statistics of how, you know, a startup can do. You know, you can have six, seven, eight out of ten startups all failing. Now, failing doesn't 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 mean that you know the business wasn't a good business. It doesn't mean that the business model wasn't right. It doesn't mean that there wasn't a market for that business. It simply means that there were just certain factors that were beyond, uh, you know, the knowledge of the person who started it, and you know, it led to a negative experience. In a lot of ways. I, I I tend to see fund management like that as well. Okay, so it's it, it it's like it's like you putting your funds into something, and you know there are factors uh, in place which you know could lead to a negative experience. However, like I said, it is the onus. The onus falls on the um, fund manager or whoever is going to be uh, trading your funds for you to let you know some of these things because a lot of clients you know um are coming from a, a, a place of inexperience they really don't know how these things work per se and so they need you know all the education um that they can get all right now um i i promised myself that uh this series each segment of the series is never going to be more than 15 minutes. And so um, I am going to um, quickly start to round up uh, from here and just basically say that, um, you know, fund management, yay or nay, we're going to continue to um, speak about it in the next upcoming three parts. Um, we're going to be looking at alternatives. Um, you know, would you rather just learn how to trade yourself, you know, rather than giving someone your funds? And I'm also going to be speaking about some of my own personal experiences, um, even in fund management. So um, till next time, uh, I wish you all well and have a great day ahead. Bye.